welcome back to Lake Washington High School's Poetry Podcast. My name is Abby Stapleton and I'm an executive team member for Poetry Club. This is our third set and we have six poems for you today. The first one is a poem for me from the most recent slam. So take it away, Abby. This one is called, Look at You. Fat is a weird word. I wonder who made it up, who decided it was bad and all of that. It doesn't sound pretty. Overweight, bigger, plus sized. Does there have to be a word? I'm plus sized and it's only recently that I became okay with that term. But it's true, my thighs are bigger than most and so are most of my clothes. I shop in the plus size section so I guess I've accepted it, but I don't think anyone else has. Well, I'm fine with my weight, it seems to bother other people, which is shocking because that has nothing to do with them. And that used to get to me. With my parents, it was putting me on diets starting at age eight, setting me away to weight loss camp for a month and setting me to a secret trainer after school. With my brother, it was using that ugly word over and over again until I'd slam my door shut with tears running down my face and my mirror thrown on my floor. With my grandma, it was making me feel completely embarrassed if I ordered anything besides water and salad. With my peers, it was looking at me as less attractive, and for some reason, it seemed to be a topic of humor. Since the age of eight, I've been told by the people who are supposed to love me the most that I need to lose weight. It wasn't until freshman year that I finally broke down and told them I would lose weight when I wanted to, not when they wanted me to. It's better now, but it's not a fixed problem. My mom still says her little comments, and I rarely order anything besides salads with my grandma. However, my dad seemed to let it go. But with me, that's where it was the hardest becoming fine with how I looked despite everyone else not, that apparently my body and how it looked was other people's business, that my size affects how pretty I am, what I can and can't wear, and who I hang out with. Weighing more than I'm supposed to is my problem and my problem only. And it's only a problem if I let it be one, and it's not. So I, so I buy bigger clothes, I'm still me, just as smart, just as funny, just as whatever. Size does not define me and it shouldn't define you either. Who I am is who I am, not how I look. So from now on, I challenge you to look at people from the inside out, not the outside in. Thank you. Next up, we have a poem by Carolyn Brecken. Okay, jokes aside. Uh, this next poem's um, about to someone that I lost about 17 months ago. He's one of my best friends. I'm gonna try not to cry. <laughs> um, it's called Shake, Chalk, Breathe. Shake, Chalk, Breathe. Final words can be hard to remember, although insignificant ones stick to my cerebral cortex like flies on a windowsill. Speaking of flies, actually not flies, although I guess memories do fly away sometimes. Shake, chalk, breathe. I remember when you smiled, and I remember that I'm allowed to do the same. I remember your hugs. Nothing felt the same. I, rem I remember your words because none will be rediscovered. Your kind words give light to my sorrow and, an endless and bottom to my endless stream of tears. Shake, chalk, breathe. One more pull and I'm there. One more blister and the end is near. 
One more gasp and I can breathe again. One more moment is all I demand. Just one more and I'll be whole again. Shake, chalk, breathe. Do you remember what this means? Of course you do. You came up with it. And with that strict stick tricks too and nail biting backflips, your lack, lack of knowledge about fashion and all your compassion, which humans need to survive, which ironically you didn't, no wait, that's a lie. You are very much alive. You live inside me and so many alike. Your compassion is remembered, not once too often or close to enough. Shake, chalk, breathe. My heart begins to freeze. Everyone else seems to be jerks. Only some of them see my perks. Only a few understand me. But it's not my, me you must recognize. It, it is you who, deserve this, who deserves this prize. Shake, chalk, breathe. I dreamed a dream and saw your face. Saw your smile through the chalky air. The atmosphere seemed to glow around your hair. The air turned crisp and clear, showing your caring smile. When, when my alarm rang, I thought I would cry. The pain of waking up out of that dream pulls like a fishing hook on my heart, and I sleep. Shake, chalk, breathe. I feel my arms pump with lactic acid, and I shake. I feel my hands sweating, and I chalk. I gasp for one more breath, and I breathe, and finally, I seem to live. Thank you. <laughs> Here's a poem from Izzy Swan. So there's a quick story behind this next poem. Um, the last poetry slam, I, this, I'm dedicating this poem to someone that I recently became close to thanks to the last poetry slam. Love you. All I want is for you to be proud of me, but I fail for I'm full of imperfection, terrified that you will flee without me and without a proclamation. I just want you to know and I hope that you feel it, for I have loved you since the first hello. Our relationship isn't all that knit. Scared I'm not going to be what you always need. Someone better will take my title. If that happens, I might be filled with greed because to me, you are vital. Upon my shoulders, a weight I carry, a weight to give you the world. You deserve it, yet I'm weary. I'd give it to you. I wish I could. A feeling in my gut that you will leave without a trace. You open my chapter, please don't turn the page. A beautiful story is here, more needs to be written in this place. Come and take the stage. Making sure I have confidence when I feel small, telling me you love me. I love you enough to fill all the continents. My accountability, that's what you are for me. Starting with wake-up calls, ending with hugs and hellos in the hall. Starting with being my only friend, ending with being there to the very end. Thank you for holding my hand. Our memories replay in my mind like my favorite band. I am horrible with thank yous, but I hope this works for now. I'm better with I love yous. Let me show you how. Thank you. Next up, we have Lana Wagner. Okay, so this is a poem uh, that I call Ariel. It was originally a much more obscure name. You can ask people over there about what it used to be. And uh, this is a poem about fear. Please learn to like fear. I know that sounds crazy, completely against what everyone everywhere tells you, 
But trust me on this one. Fear is normal. Fear is like the ocean. Sometimes fear tucks itself away, and it looks like it will never come back. It takes its pincered sadness, guild anxiety, and barbed anger, leaving only conquered bone and long-dead ideas. Sometimes it swallows you, and you feel all these disgusting sea creatures devour you, drag you down, drown you, seemingly, until all you can see is mud and murk. Sometimes it ebbs and flows, never quite flooding and never quite sunken, controlled by some moon hidden behind the clouds that no matter how hard you try, you just can't see past. The thing that no one tells you about fear is that the moon controlling those tides is your mind, and that the creatures of the deep can be eaten and overcome if you let them come and reach, if you do not bend and you do not shy away. The tide and her children will take you if you don't know how to swim. The only way you learn how is to come to the water and wade until the deep reaches your neck and glowing fish greet you. Watch and listen to the waves. Watch and listen to your body. Remind yourself that you are 98% water. Remind yourself that you are normal. Remember that the ocean is not alive. Remember that the world is temporary. Grow a mermaid's tail, for fear is like the ocean, and to conquer fear, you must embrace it. Snort. Okay, before I do this poem, I just want to say there are so many amazingly talented people here today. I, I, sit, over, I, I sit over here in this little section, and I look around, and I'm like, wow, I am surrounded by some amazing poets. Okay, I'd like to dedicate this poem to my dad. It's called Life of a Man. From humble beginnings he is born, not into great wealth or even great poverty, into a world of rock quarries and hills to bike up, by which he is surrounded. Trapped by a weight like that of a cow's hoof, he lives alongside cousins and family and those even closer. With family close in mind, he begins to push the weight, lifting it from his chest, freeing himself from its pressure as his family fails to. He distances himself from those he was once close with, riding himself to a position where he may thrive. Among new friends, he finds a new self, becoming that which he had once only dreamed of. Thrust from this idyllic world, he fears his dream has ended, yet he only continues riding into total freedom. Such success brings attention, even that of a woman, 
who once would not have glanced his way twice. He finds his love for her to be greater than certainty. Risking himself, he strides north, once again finding success. Living a reprise, he once again accepts risk, chaining himself to a spot, yet one he enjoys. Finding his joy a hindrance, it becomes a necessary sacrifice. As he cares for others, he accepts his own deterioration. As sacrifice becomes unnecessary, he finds himself changed, aged by his kindness. He searches for a freedom which has been lost. From modest beginnings, to exploration and freedom, to exploding success, to love and risk, to sacrifice, to age. Thank you. Our last poem of the day is by Mr. Kyle Maddox. All right. Uh, so this is called uh, Flag, but it's also called uh, Anais Nin once said that we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. One, jubilation washes over the street, soaking even the most ambivalent bystanders with a fervor that can only be quenched by a flag. Two, it was a day so languid that not even the bumblebees buzzed. High above the rising panic, a trembling man attempts courage, as if bravery is simply opening your eyes and saying yes, as if chasing flags is as easy as spreading your wings. Three, I learned to love logic from a man who spoke vividly about puzzles and adventures and Australia. While I riddled with myself, he crackled in the red hot heat of the dance that culminated in an explosion killing 202 on an island I'd never heard of but can never forget. 3B, I learned to love poetry from a woman who laughed wildly about vision and passion and New Zealand. While I began to spell out meaning, she stood and faced a fuming firecracker that sparkled, that sparked down blows upon her head, killing her on a doorstep because passion isn't always a good Thing. 3C. I learned guilt from the people who lectured sternly about goodness and behavior and doing right. 
While I soothe my scorch marks, they say I know nothing of the flames. They extinguish my ideas as riddled up writings and explain that the only solution for the world is more flags. They call me naive because I believe that there is another option. Four, we were like, really tubular? I remember one time she turned to me and said, flag. And then I was like, flag. And then there was some other stuff, like, totally lame. I mean, we were accused of, like, trying to destroy the English language, but whatever. I, we were, like, still talking, you know? Like, and I will never forget it. After everything, she, like, looked me in the eyes, and she totally went, flag. <laughs> I know, right? It was, like, the smartest thing I had ever heard. Five, a wooden box. Silent as unanswered questions. Inside, a boy blushes while scarlet eyes and bullish faces narrow in. I'm a flag! He erupts, and it's never spoken of again. Six. Flag, 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 flag. Flag, 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 flag. Flag, 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 flag. Flag, 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 flag. Flag, 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 flag. And nobody understood but me. Seven, we ascend the peak. We mount our flag in triumph, and we believe that it will not rot away. Eight, it is barely morning, and the pavement is frost. With my head full of flags, I look up to the sky and see... Stars. Thanks for listening to another LDub Poetry Podcast. Tune in next time for more powerful poems. Our next slam is May 31st, so make sure to mark your calendars. Bye for now.